0: So I saw a story over the weekend about a comment made by the slimiest person I know in Congress, Adam Schiff. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Now, as a general rule, I don't take much of anything that Adam Schiff, congressman from California, has to say with any amount of seriousness. And the reason I generally ignore what this particular individual says is he is a bona fide professional liar. He's an attorney that lies so much he should be disbarred. He is a congressman that lies so much he should be shunned and voted out of office, if not impeached from office, for being a derelict liar. But he said something over the weekend that did catch my attention. Because, see, Adam Shift is a loyal leftist to the globalist agenda. And whatever they want, he is all about because he believes that he has a seat at the big boy's table when all is said and done. Now, to give you an example of some of the, what I call misleading or blatant lying tweets that he puts out there on his Twitter account. For example, just the other day over, I think it was Saturday or Friday, he talked about the case that is occurring in Ohio and Indiana where there was supposedly a pregnant 10-year-old girl who was forced to cross lines and now her doctor is facing prosecution. And then he says that's not the, un- that's not the unintended consequences of the Supreme Court decision. That's the Republican agenda. Well, that was all a lie. The reason that, that the doctor may be in trouble has nothing to do with the alleged abortion that took place, it's because if this ten-year-old was raped, this particular doctor, which you'll find this in pretty much all states, if you're terminating the pregnancy of a minor who has been raped, you need to file a police report. And so Adam Shift is is trying to imply in that, you know, half-truth, by the way. Jesse Jackson, you've heard of him, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, says a lot of things to which I don't agree, but he did say one thing many years ago to which I have to admit, I agree with him completely. A half-truth is a whole lie. Let me say that again. A half-truth is a whole lie. And Adam Schiff does a wonderful job of actually showing that he is the master of a half-truth, which is a whole lie. Like I said, in the case of the doctor in Indiana who allegedly did an abortion, there's still a lot of cloudiness about this particular issue, and I'm not even gonna get into it because I think over the next several days, the truth may or may not come out, but it's the whole lie, there's a lot behind it. But I'm saying if any doctor is treating it doesn't matter if it's an abortion or anything else a minor who is a rape victim you are obligated under the law you are obligated under the law to report it to authorities and this is the issue involved in this particular case it has nothing to do with the procedure as alan i mean as adam i can't really tell the truth, it's so hard for me to do. I don't know how to do it anymore. Adam Schiff, who lied during impeachment proceedings, made stuff up that was never... I mean, he's reading things into the congressional record that were just his imagination that had no basis in fact, and CNN and everybody else reported it as truth. I mean, this is the kind of slimeball we have in Adam Schiff. But he did say something, and this is what I want you to listen to and think about this. As you know, Joe Biden made a trip to the Middle East, where he stumbled and bumbled everywhere he went. I don't know how they can keep him propped up, what kind of medications they have to be using. But Adam Schiff, loyal leftist Democrat from California, belongs to the inner circle of the leftist in Congress, professional added, you know, he was put there by the Clintons about 20 some odd years ago. He said something that ought to tell you what's going on in the Democrat party today. And here's what he wrote. If we ever needed a visual reminder of the continuing grip oil-rich autocrats have on the United States foreign policy in the Middle East, We got it today. One fist bump is worth a thousand words. Now, what is he talking about? If you've seen the news and I had seen it. When Biden arrives in Saudi Arabia, which to me is a very evil nation, it is it it just is. And, of course, you know, because we're dealing with the coronavirus, we, need to, we do the fist bumping stuff. You know, we don't shake hands anymore. We fist bump. And so when you fist bump the crown prince of Saudi Arabia and then you leave Saudi Arabia empty handed. Remember, Biden added the Saudi Arabia trip to his Middle East uh vacation, whatever they want to call it. He didn't get anything accomplished except letting more people see just how incapable he is of speaking and leading. Well, that was obvious in Israel. That was obvious everywhere he's been over the last several days before he headed home. He went to get oil for from saudi arabia because of our oil crisis here in the united states and if you if you saw the press conference afterward in just a matter of a handful of words it's obvious that he got nothing no help remember he in the past has called saudi arabia a pariah nation and he promised all kind of things he would do to saudi arabia he never did I mean, he's been in office a year and a half. He's done nothing. And now he's there trying to be best buds with the Saudi Arabian crown prince and trying to beg for oil. And the entire oil problem here in the United States could easily be solved. But they won't do it because, see, the globalist would never allow it. And the globalist control the House and half of the Senate of the United States and the White House right now. The is control many of the courts in the United States right now with all kinds of foreign money and funny money and funny business. We shut down our energy independence on the first day, on January the 20th, 2021. By executive order we became energy dependent again on the world around us. We stopped the Keystone Pipeline. We canceled drilling leases. We made it more expensive. We did everything the globalists demanded, well Biden's people did. I don't know if even though Biden understood what he did anymore. We became energy dependent once again. And at one time, not long ago, we were a net energy exporter. Now, let me explain what that means, because sometimes the left or CNN or the the half truth or full lie media will try to make you believe something that's not exactly correct. Even during the days of energy independence, we did import some oil because it was closer to where it needed to go while exporting some of our oil from a different coast and location to other places that needed it. But in the final analysis, we were exporting, in other words, selling abroad more than we were bringing in to offset that. And truthfully, and truthfully, we could be totally Energy independent, if we needed to be. And that was the whole idea. It's fine to use the global market to keep prices low and transportation costs lower. That saves some money and saves energy and transportation. But to know that if you needed to, you could do it thoroughly on an internal basis for the most part, speaks volumes. And so when you get a bona fide Leftist, I mean elitist. Leftist, professional class liar, attorney reprobate. Anything you want to call Adam Schiff that fits, and this is not a judgment call. By the way, I, get, I every once in a blue moon, someone will say, "You know, the Bible says judge not, and judge yourself," and they, they they don't even understand how many times the Bible does say say to. Exercise judgment and wisdom. The difference is when you judge somebody, be prepared to be judged yourself. And in a case like Adam Shift, we're not judging his, I'm not judging him in the sense that I am, you know, his superior. I am judging the things that he says. If he says something that is a lie, the judgment is about what he is saying not him personally. And the only people that really do lie are professional liars. The only people that mislead you are intentionally trying to mislead you. And so we should be wise enough. Even even the Bible says, be wise as the serpent, you know. We have to understand and be wise about these individuals. And to understand when they are talking in their capacity in his capacity as a U.S. congressman, the chances of him telling the American people the entire truth is pretty slim based upon his past track record. But when he turns, and this is what he did, understand this, he has turned on the President of the United States. The ultimate leftist has turned on the president of the United States. In other words, this is a, a shot across the bow, as they say, that Joe Biden, you are not running for president in 2024. They're already beginning to walk away from him. One by one, the party powerful in the Democrat Party are turning their backs on a bumbling Biden. They also recognize, and I'm going to share another story here in a minute. I don't know how they plan to recover before the midterms unless they have a real good strategy of cheating already in place. And I say that not to be funny. I say that in all honesty. Remember, a year ago, in July of 20, well, actually two years ago, in July of 2020, everybody was saying in, shall we say, conservative or Republican circles, what have you, that there is no way that that Donald Trump can lose the election and we stand a reasonable chance of taking back the House. It was going to be close. And in many ways it was. The majority that Nancy Pelosi had starting in 2008, you know, after the election of 2018 was eroded. But she held on, but with a much smaller number. The Senate, well, because of what happened in Georgia, became 50-50 with Kamala Harris, vice president, now the tiebreaker. When you get to that point. And and that was also by design. See, Georgia and I lived in Georgia for decades. I moved to Georgia in nineteen seventy-five, young man starting his radio career, getting married, living in Georgia. Actually had the opportunity in Georgia. In, I guess it was late 1975, I was invited to a dinner in the little town of Lavonia, Georgia, which is on Interstate 85, about an hour and a half north of Atlanta. And my wife and I were invited, and we were supposed to bring, and I did, you know, my my special tape recorder and microphone, because I was the news director of a radio station in Northeast Georgia. I was invited to the home of a fairly well-to-do businessman that owned car dealerships and other properties. And he was a big-time supporter of a man running for president. And so I had the opportunity at the invitation of this individual for my wife and I to sit at his dinner table in his grand mansion-looking house near Livonia, Georgia. And on the other side of the table from my wife and I were Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. Later on, when I took a job in Atlanta, I got to follow the governor and I got to follow a lot in the state of of Georgia. I learned the politics of the day and I've watched them change over the years. And I've watched the city of Atlanta grow to one of the largest cities in the nation with the world's busiest airport. I've watched this over the over the decades. And what happened in 2020 in the elections in Georgia, to me, is criminal. I know that a good part of metro Atlanta leans strongly Democrat. You know, DeKalb County, I get it. Parts of Cobb County, I get it. Parts of Fulton County, I understand fully. And other counties around the metro area to the south, like toward Jonesboro. I get it. But I also understand what it's like across the entire state outside of the immediate metro Atlanta area. I understand the politics that drive northeast Georgia, most of southwest Georgia, with the exception of the Albany area. And I kind of know how the numbers divide. And for... The election to go the way that it did, the special election and the other, and of course the presidential election to lose by eleven thousand votes for the president. By the way, a friend of mine, after the election was working, he had worked for the Senate Republican Committee, and they were trying to determine some of the strange happenings in Georgia. Now remember. And I'll get back to Adam Schiff here in a minute, but I just want you to understand this. Remember that the Secretary of State in the state of Georgia violated the Georgia Constitution. Only the state legislature can make policy on elections in the state of Georgia. The Secretary of State's only obligation and job is to carry out the wishes And the law as written by the legislature of the state of Georgia. He is not empowered to change the rules. He is not empowered to change any of the law as written. He's only permitted to work in the confines of the laws of the state of Georgia in place at an election and a pandemic scam-demic, planned demic like COVID-19 to be used in such a nefarious way during the election cycle is not one of the excuses to make changes. The Georgia legislature had plenty of time to make any changes as needed if they were anticipating a problem with the coronavirus in the fall, which everybody said we were going to have. And so what did, you know, what did do? He struck a deal with Stacey Abrams so he would not be sued by the Democrats and Stacey Abrams in the state of Georgia. And he changed the rules. And of course, now we have these judges that think they are legislators and they're not that are going outside the confines of both the Georgia and United States Constitution and they're writing law, which they're not allowed to do. They do it every election cycle. They break the rules of the Constitution. And every one of those judges, either federal or state, should be impeached because they have violated their oath of office and they have done what is illegal according to both the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of their respective state in many cases. And so Trump loses a state like Georgia by 11,000 votes. And like my friend learned, he was down in kind of the middle and eastern part of Georgia and looking up some of these newly minted voters that had filled out voter registration forms to vote absentee. And he traveled all over the Georgia countryside looking for the addresses of where these people lived. And there was no house building, no mobile home, no nothing, not even a tent these were fictitious addresses. And just in one county, just one small county out of 153 in Georgia, he found over 70 addresses in one small county. And he hadn't even finished canvassing that county. Now you're saying, well, 70, but you got 153 counties. Let's say a larger county like Hall County. Let's say you found a couple hundred fictitious addresses. Maybe in Fulton, Cobb, Gwinnett. I'm just thinking these off the top of my head. If you could find you could find you could create 11,000 fraudulent addresses, easy in many of these counties. And I believe with these Zucker boxes, and we know that in Georgia, you have people going to these boxes at two thirty in the morning, and we're, we're told to exp- this. This is all normal. A person like that always goes by that box and then goes back to a place. That these two thousand individuals that were tracked and always going by these ballot boxes between one and four thirty or so in the morning, after they had been to. Oh, I don't know, a a Democrat politician's headquarters? And that's not to be, we're, we're told that should never be considered suspicious? So while Adam Schiff, I'm going to get back to him here, is turning his back on Joe Biden, and you're going to probably see over the weeks ahead this further distancing of themselves some of these Democrat congressmen looking at close elections need to tell their people, we know Joe has got to go. And if you vote for me, we'll get rid of him. We'll vote the 25th Amendment. Increase the Senate, you know, make, make it more Democrat, and we will get rid of Joe Biden. They've only got one problem. Most people don't want Kamala Harris either. So it's going to be interesting to see how they cheat, and I'm saying that because I know they did. And there's no way you can convince me that the election of 2020 with the record number of votes was was legitimate. It couldn't have been. And so now we have Adam Schiff turning his back, the squad turning their back. One by one, the Democrats are like rats sinking, you know, leaving a sinking ship. There's so many things that are happening in the background. And I think I'm going to start talking about this little topic. How many of you remember, and I, I kind of recall reading an article over the weekend. I want to share some thoughts and I and I this guy made a comparison. How many remember the story of the Emperor with no clothes? You remember that? And in many ways, the globalists have pulled a fast one on the people of the United States and the world. The globalists that are really pulling the strings want you to believe that all of our leaders, including the president and vice president of the United States, are total incompetence and fools and one by one even cnn is beginning to make the turn msnbc is beginning to make that slight turn because the globalists are pushing this it's not you know we as you know conservatives can see that joe biden is incapable mentally and physically of leading this nation of the united states he is he can't do it anymore His time has come and gone. If you look at Joe, they try to say, well, you know, Joe Biden has a speech impediment or whatever since childhood. Then you go back and look at him in the Senate in the late 70s, in the 1980s, up until the 1990s. There was no evidence of some of the stumbling and bumbling we see today. Now, saying silly things has always been a part of his (laughs) who he is but losing track of where you are and what you're doing was not one of them but it is today uh, there was a story i think over on friday that people are saying that you know joe biden is medicated before he is put out there to speak and they have to time it carefully to make sure that he's got the medicine so much time before he must speak and then as quickly as humanly possible they rush him out the door. They don't want him taking questions unless it's a friendly question that is preplanned, that he has the answer, and they they cross, I mean, I'm sure they are in panic mode every time he speaks, hoping that nobody notices. The truth is, having people like Joe Biden in office and Kamala Harris in office, is part of the globalist plan. They want you to think that Kamala Harris is incompetent. And and truthfully, she is. I mean, it is also an honest assessment, but it's what the globalists want. They put those individuals into office for two reasons. Number 1. They knew they could control them completely. They're puppets to the globalist. They are not capable of thinking for themselves. I mean, look, how did Kamala Harris become the vice president of the United States? She could tick two boxes. I'm a woman and I'm a minority. So that's her only qualifications for becoming the vice president. When she was running for president, she couldn't get 1% of the vote in the primaries, You'd think she'd at least get three or four percent. But nobody liked her. In fact, she's really not that popular among most most people, including most Democrats. But there she is. She's in that office. So we know that Joe and we know that Kamala are totally incompetent, but their roles in all that they do as president and vice president, is to be incompetent as possible. That's what the globalists want. Those individuals that Biden has chosen to be in his cabinet, he did not choose them. Mayorkas at DHS, Department of Homeland Security, is a globalist push. Remember, and Merrick Garland at um, you know the Justice Department, all of them, Richard Levine, I refuse to call him Rachel. He's an ugly dude pretending he's a woman and he's wearing a dress. He's not a woman. He's a man. He's a man with a mental illness and he's in charge of mental health for the country? When you look at all their total failures, these are successes for the globalist. Now let me say that again when you look at the failures of the biden administration and remember they're doing their best to leave the senate and the congressmen out of it they're making they're making biden and harris the fall guys and when i come back after the break i will explain i'll totally explain why having a total incompetent president and an equally disliked and incompetent vice president, and they are in their own right. They both are incapable of doing the job. Joe Biden is not capable of being the president of the United States. The globalists knew it. He was their guy. And they had to find the world's worst vice president that people would hate even worse as temporary insurance. I'll say this much before the break. Another reason Kamala Harris was put on the ticket is so Republicans would not want to impeach Joe Biden for fear of having her as the president and if worse came to being having Nancy Pelosi as the third in line. No, they this was insurance to make sure the Republicans would not try to stop the Joe Biden agenda, which is not his agenda. It's the globalist agenda. And I will explain to you, and it's going to be as clear as clear can be on the other side of this break. Now, this week, just so you know, my wife and I are on the road. We are heading to Georgia. Uh, This program may originate one day out of Georgia as we're finishing up and packing Uh, I'm not sure how the programs are going to lay out on Thursday and Friday. Uh, God willing, our home in Georgia is sold and should be closed by the end of this week. And then we will return to our our daughter and son-in-law's home in Virginia. We have a pending contract on a small house here. And as soon as we can sell the one, we're going to close on the other. And so there's going to be a lot of transition over the next couple of weeks, and and your prayers are really needed. Health is doing better, but there's still a few issues remaining. When I should be doing less physically to trigger problems, I'm having to do this move now. So just keep, just keep us in prayer. Some of your mail is going to be late getting to me. Not that it's lost. It's going to be held until we can get back to Virginia mm, early next week. So I know some of you, there's some mail backed up right now, and I just don't want it going where it might get lost, so I'm having them hold it for another you know, seven to ten, you know, about seven days, just to be safe, to make sure nothing has gone wrong. And so if you are supporting this ministry, and I haven't cast your check yet, by the way, somebody had mentioned that they had mailed a check to the old address in Georgia, It is still there. And I know that from the post office. It's still in the box and we'll be picking it up this week. We're going to be then forwarding all the mail to the new address. And hopefully within a month, we will have a permanent address that'll be a lot easier than the one I'm about to give you for Truth to Ponder. If you can support us financially and, you know, mail it sometime this week, it'll catch up to us next week as we come to the end of the month. Can you believe it? In about Two weeks from now, we're going to be already in August. But if you can help us make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And mail it to Truth to Ponder. 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North. Number 3248. That's number 3248. The city is Crestview, one word, Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. That's 32536. If you go to our website, truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com, you'll find a number of tabs there. One is about us, how to listen, where to listen, a little about who I am, how to contact us, and also your prayer request and we do get them and we do pray with you on those. I I may at some point I'm thinking about this doing a once a week program at some point having a time in that program to kind of go through pretty much anonymously your prayer request and, and have everybody within the audience pray for your particular need. There's also a button that says support if you can support us financially, we appreciate it. And it shows you when you go to that support page. It gives you the mailing address, as I just gave it to you. And also, it shows you how to support us either via PayPal. We still have that for the moment for those that want to use it. But also, we have Give, Send, go, the number one Christian crowdfunding site to help support us. And, and so, that gives you an alternate way to support this program. If you'd rather not send it by mail, some do, and we appreciate it all. And your support is always, you know, we thank you in advance for keeping us in your prayers and keeping us on the air. And with that said, we will be right back. This is
1: Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Heaven takes notes coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can, so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now heaven is a very important place. It's the most valuable real estate in the universe. Every place, every space, every inch of heaven is priceless. Heaven is a place of glory and splendor. But did you know it has something else? If you're born again, Heaven has a place with your name on it. That's right. Messiah himself said, don't rejoice that the spirits are subject to you. Rejoice, rather, that your names are written in the book of life. That's right. Uh, Of all the important things that heaven has, one of the things it has is your name. Heaven isn't just a place about gold and harp music. There's writing in it. There's records in it. There's your name in it. Why? Well, why do you write things down? You write things down because you want to take note of it, because it's noteworthy. You don't want to ever forget it. So in heaven, if something is noteworthy enough, it's written down. So your name is considered worthy of heaven's attention, worthy of heaven's notes. Your name, your salvation is considered worthy of heaven's writing. Now, if that's the case, shouldn't you treat your own salvation as something worthy and holy? If heaven actually takes up its own space for your name because you're saved, how much more do you have to value treasure and guard your own salvation? Don't live just an earthly life. It doesn't matter if your name's written on earth or spoken on earth. Live a heavenly life. Live a life worthy of the notes heaven is taking on it. For your salvation and your name is included and held and kept and recorded and written in heaven. Want more? Ask for your name in heaven. (laughs) Now, feeling like your walk of God could use a real spiritual boost? We got the answer. A free subscription of Sapphires. Warning: Use it directed. Sapphires can revolutionize your walk for victory. Also, the incredible mystery of the temple doors—all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this free? Easy. Just remember, Jesus is really renamed Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So, just call one eight hundred Yeshua one. You will be blessed. But call now. One eight hundred Y E S H U A one. I invite you to minister with me two of the most exciting ministries to be in the of life around the earth by shortwave radio to every tribe and tongue and to israel the jewish people who gave it to you how just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 you can impact the world it's incredible that's y-e-s-h-u-a-1 or write me direct the nice jewish boy box 1111 Lodi Lodi New Jersey 07644 it's the nice jewish boy box 1111 Lodi Lodi New Jersey 07644 Well till next time this is Jonathan Khan saying make it count my friend Shalom and peace be you in Messiah haderech the way
0: this is truth to ponder with Bob Bierman And welcome back to the second part of the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman thanking you for listening as a podcast and, of course, listening on shortwave radio. And I just want to take just a few seconds here to thank all of you that let me know how you listen. Letting me know how you listen is vitally important in these times. Number one, to make sure that we're on the right radio stations. So if you listen on radio, whether it's an AM radio station, whether it's a shortwave radio station, or as a podcast, it means a lot. So if you would just take a moment, and I'm not trying to build an email list, just so you know, you can send me a direct email, bob at truth, the number two ponder.com, bob at truth, The number two in the word ponder.com, truth2ponder.com. That email will come directly to me, nobody else. And like I say, I'm not going to collect your email address. I know a lot of people, they get tired. I I go through, I I spend hours, it seems like, just deleting emails because I'm signed up for so much stuff, I I don't have the time to read. And so I have to go through it all. So I understand people don't want to be on a mailing list. And I won't put you on one, just so you know. But it would help me to know if you listen as a podcast, and if you're listening as a podcast, you know, which platform. If you're listening on radio, what radio station and time, then I can know best. So I thank you in advance. Now, I want to get back to this story. That everything about the Joe Biden administration with Kamala Harris as his vice president is all well orchestrated and planned. And while Jill Biden and some people close to Joe Biden are trying to do their best to cover for his inability to speak and function, the globalists quietly in the background are smiling. And they're laughing because their plan is coming together. They've got the Republicans thinking, thinking, man, this is, this is a windfall for us. We're going to do just fine in November in the 2022 midterm elections. It's going to be a huge red wave and we're going to fix the world and we're going to be singing a chorus of happy days are here again. The skies have all turned blue again. You know, I, I can I can hear that song, you know, from the Great Depression coming to mind when Roosevelt got elected. They're all singing, happy days are here again. And the Depression kept on going and only got ended by a world war. Kind of where we are with this this mess. This is the planned destruction of the Western society in general and America well, in particular, this is this is all this is a controlled demolition. You know, like when they blow up a building, they blow it up carefully and only that one building comes crashing down to the ground. Not the whole city block, just the one building. This is a planned demolition. Those that are really running the show, they're not incompetent, but Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are total incompetence. And their roles are this, you know, is to be as incompetent as possible. And all they have to do is, as that old song from the 50s once said, all I have to do is act naturally. Remember that song? All I have to do is act naturally. That's, that's them. They're doing exactly what the globalists have wanted all along. Republicans can point to their you know, their their total failures. And they can figure they're going to use this to ride all the way into November. But I want you to look at what has transpired in just two years' time in the Biden administration. In two years' time, they have done more to deconstruct The United States economy, the United States ability of manufacturing, they have given us record inflation, out of control gasoline prices that have only been, they'll come down a little bit temporarily as we try to save the Congress a little bit by taking away some taxes. I mean, it's not really coming down. It's it's an artificial number. Look at all the damage they did in two years that even Obama couldn't do and Clinton couldn't do combined in 16 years. They've done it in less than two years. Basically, they've done it in one year and six and a half months, 18 months time. They have caused more destruction to the United States and its economy than any other president you know you could take the entire years of clinton and obama and they never came even close to what these two have done this is what the globalists want they have demoralized us they have christians on the run they have just think of it they they have us so divided like we've never been divided before and it's absolute war and even if, and this is the key. Now understand this. This is where everybody in the in the conservative side and Republicans are missing it. They're, they have blinders on. So listen carefully. The Democrats know, though they'll do their best to minimize the damage, and I'm sure there'll be a little, you know, little monkey business going on. They know it's inevitable that they're going to, for two years, lose the House and the Senate. And it'll be in Republicans' hands. But they also can look at the numbers and recognize that it will not be a veto proof. In other words, where they can have the veto power over President, President Biden. And so, President Biden will continue in office, And even if they impeach him and the Democrats decide they want to get rid of him, too, or they do the 25th Amendment, whatever they want to do after it's all done and we get into January of 2023. Whatever the Republicans want to do in the House and the Senate, it's not going to get done because the president will never sign it. They're going to be as lame duck as he is. And nothing's going to happen except between now and January of 2023. Watch the destruction from the day of the election, from November and December and January. Watch how fast the nation even slides further. We'll be pushed into a new world order and the Republicans can scream all they want. They'll be powerless because the president will keep vetoing anything they do. Biden ran on a platform called Build Back Better. Remember that? We're going to build back better. The thing is, that is also a term that had been used by the World Economic Forum for years. We're going to build it back better, the fourth industrial revolution. And the only way to do that is you have to tear everything else down to rebuild it back better. It has to be destroyed. It has to be dismantled before you can build it back. It's not a little remodel job here. It's a total destruct. It is a total takedown. you're going to learn that the economy has got to be destroyed. Our sovereignty has got to be diminished. And then you have to detach young people from any kind of faith in God, any kind of belief in the Bible. They have to be dismissed. You have to confuse them with gender confusion. And here's one of the reasons that transgenderism Is such a thing. Transgenderism teaches a young person that there can't be a God because nature made a mistake and God wouldn't make a mistake. So there is no God. Transgenderism is all about not believing in God because God doesn't create junk and there's something wrong with me, so I have to have it fixed. So I can't be created in God's image because I'm totally, because we have such confusion. All these failures are by design, and Biden and Harris become the fall guys. And by the time, now I want you to think about this. They want us falling in line with all of these globalist plans, and they want many of us dead. We'll talk about that in a moment. From abortion, and yes, I really believe the COVID jabs are going to be a part of depopulating us on a on a on a timed basis Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been left in the dark they were just you know pawns in a big globalist scheme and they'll be taken out of office when the time is right i mean Joe Biden has done the work of the globalist with the the deadly border situation we have here in the United States with record numbers of illegals from all over the world just coming in from all over and then being put all over the United States to to diminish who we are as a nation, to kill our sovereignty. And then they ship these illegals to neighborhoods. Then they come after your children with all this, you know, Racism, white supremacy, transgenderism, all of it it is just a never-ending indoctrination in in the public schools. We've ruined our, we've depleted our, we're, we're going to be ruining and depleting our emergency petroleum reserves and becoming even more dependent upon the globe. We messed up the Afghanistan withdrawal in the first year of the administration, leaving billions of dollars of weapons in the hands of people that hate us. We're driving up inflation. We're letting people go hungry. We are. Let's stop. I don't care what your opinion about COVID-19's vaccine nonsense is. You can believe the lie that it's safe and effective and stops you from getting and spreading. Remember, we were told in 2021 that the vaccines are safe and effective. And if you are fully vaccinated and you have your first and second shot, you may take off your face mask because you no longer will ever get or spread COVID-19. Think carefully. That's exactly what was said. A year ago. On this program, we told you, don't believe it. There was already evidence that was not true. But then again, the CDC and the FDA have had no issue lying to the American people. And so they want to force this jab. Remember, a year ago, they were determined, any company with over 100 employees, every employee must be vaccinated or else. The military... They want all these young, healthy individuals vaccinated against a disease that will cause minimal damage to them, a vaccine that will cause more issues than the disease will to that age group who are healthy. And we know that it has nothing to do with stopping the spread or you getting it. Taking the vaccine as Dr. Fauci, who is like quadruple vaccinated and double masked. He still came down with COVID-19 and he tries to convince you, but the vaccine made the symptoms less. No, Omicron and its variants. They try to tell you this new evil variant is out there that's going to kill you. They're much milder, but they're more infectious and the vaccine is powerless against them. We now have division on abortion lines. And the Joe Biden, the Joe Biden administration is becoming the most despised administration since Herbert Hoover. I think Herbert Hoover had vastly superior ratings than Joe Biden does right now. And it's only going to get worse. So here's how it works. Biden's destructive plans continue. Our descent toward hell in this country continues. Pushing God out of the marketplace continues. Mental illness is celebrated continues. Energy independence, uh, energy independence is, uh, it's long gone and not coming back. And like in Texas, they if you drive a Tesla, your inboard uh, notification said, "Don't charge because we don't have enough electricity. The windmills aren't turning. There's no wind." Texas made a fool mistake. As conservative as they are, they have a power grid that is in that's only inside their state, and they shut down too many workable plants for unreliable, you know, wind and solar. And now if you drive a Tesla, you can't charge up. The infrastructure will never handle it. That's by design, too. It'll crash the infrastructure, put you in the dark. Biden has the worst ratings of any president that anybody knows since it's been kept. And this is all by design. Because, see, Republicans take the House and the Senate and they can't fix it. And two years later, the Democrats will say, Uh, the Republicans are in charge and it's gotten worse and all the destruction by order and fiat continue Whether, whether Biden is just kicked off the ticket whether he's 25th Amendment doesn't matter they'll get the next phase in there the next Manchurian candidate will be ready and prepared to finish off the United States as we know it and then I think about, you know, we started today talking about liars like Adam Schiff. Let me share with you another lie. We are told to trust the science. Believe it all. Believe Dr. Fauci. Believe Rochelle Walensky at the, at the CDC. There's a story that came in. You have to go to a foreign newspaper to find this. Many employees at the, at the CDC And the NIH, you know, Dr. Fauci's little organization. They're now facing staff shortages. You want to know why? Because many real scientists that are told they can't speak and they're being shut up, you're not allowed to question anything, no matter how much you know. Many inside have, many inside have completely disagreed with the school closures, the idiotic, worthless mask mandates. And requiring children of any age to take an experimental vaccine that we know doesn't really do what they claimed it was going to do. Yet people like Rachel Walensky, the head of the CDC, continue to spout this kind of nonsense.
2: COVID-19 vaccines are now available for children under five. With this recent authorization from FDA and recommendation from CDC, nearly 20 million children are now able to get vaccinated against COVID-19. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, that the vaccines available here in the United States can be used safely and effectively in children under five. Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and death from COVID-19. Parents, I strongly encourage you to get your children vaccinated. If you have questions, talk to your child's provider to learn more about the benefits of this vaccine. We have taken another important step together in our fight against COVID-19 by making safe and effective vaccines available for our little ones. I hope all parents will take advantage of these life-saving vaccines and protect their children.
0: Virtually everything she just told you is a lie. Totally not true. You have people that are leaving their high-paying and very secure jobs at the CDC and the NIH because they know it's a lie. They know it's deadly. They know it is just reprobate if they understand that word. I've told you that in 2 Thessalonians, it teaches about mass delusion for those that reject the truth, and this delusion is unto their own damnation. You're seeing it. You're seeing it in Rochelle Walensky. She lied to you. All the testing as real scientists go through the data from Pfizer and others. They're finding out the vaccines are not effective. They don't do anything to help a child children do not die of this disease so what she said about oh acting like half the children will die of covid if they get it is a lie but we do know that their risk of heart disease or you know for for male children is increased by a factor of 44. not 44 percent a factor of 44 and we don't know the long-term effect i think many people are, are going to see a lot of older people dying sooner and we're being told to say, you know, a young child of nine or 10 having a stroke or a heart attack, that's not—that's nothing wrong with that. It's just like we need to put in uh, feminine hygiene supplies in boys' bathrooms. It's all a lie, and I'll explain why tomorrow. I'm gonna to continue where I left off now. We're about out of time. If you believe in this ministry, would you consider giving us your financial support? If you can, would you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio, mailing address, Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's number 3248. The city is Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Zip code is 32536. That's 32536. And God bless you